This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 121. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Tons of stuff to get through today, so I'm going to dive right in and let you know that I've just uh, started a brand new private Facebook community um, for you because I want to have more interaction. I want to be able to answer your questions and just, um, you know, give create a space for you guys to meet each other, to meet me and to um, talk about languages. So if you'd like to join this private Facebook group, I would love to have you. You can go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash community and you'll be sent through to the Facebook group where you can ask to join and I will approve you. Unless you've got a really weird profile picture, in which case I might investigate a little bit further. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes some crazy people ask to join my groups. And uh, so I do have to do a bit of <laughs> a bit of vetting. But you'll probably get in, so don't worry about that. Next up, I wanted to say that, um, you know, this is something I talk about often on the podcast. It's this idea of setting big goals. And you're going to hear about this in, in Juliana's question today. And on New Year's Eve uh, this year last year, I guess I should say, I recorded an episode about audacious language goals, and I talked about how I wanted to get on TV in Hong Kong, and like the idea of setting these goals to kind of motivate yourself, right? I think that, anyway, I talk about this a lot, and I wanted to just like let you know that I really try to practice what I preach with this, and so I've got a couple of weeks that I'm going to travel in August, and I've decided to go to Thailand. Now, I was torn between Poland, I really wanted to go to Poland, um, and also I wanted to go to Ukraine, but anyway, I decided to go to Thailand for various reasons and I'm going to do a, an intensive, um, Thai course there with a friend of mine, Jan van der from, um, from Language Boost. And we're going to go to Thailand together and we are going to actually sort of study together and try out all these different methods of studying. So we're going to take lessons in the morning and then we're going to go and sort of go out around town and around Bangkok in the afternoon and then in the evenings we're going to go to language meetups, practicing our Thai and just seeing what works. And I'm going to be making videos of all of this stuff um, and that's going to be happening very soon. So I just want to say that because like you've got to do this stuff, like you've got to push yourself um, when you, with this whole language business because, <laughs> you know, staying motivated is tough and um, it takes a long time. And so we have to, you've got to stay motivated. And so doing Slightly crazy things like this from time to time um, is, I think, very, very important. Anyway, uh, make sure to, if you want to see these, follow along with these videos and things, make sure you are following me on YouTube uh, and also on, uh, where else, on Twitter. Um, if you follow me in these places, you'll get videos and pictures and things like that. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to, we're certainly going to do our best with that and try to make it as interesting as possible. I don't know any tie at all. I'm a complete beginner. Literally, I know nothing. So it will be interesting to see what I can do in two weeks. Not much, probably, but I will try my best. <laughs> anyway, before we get into today's question, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, who are italki. And if you're looking to get speaking practice in the language you're learning with a professional teacher or even with an informal tutor, then italki is the best place to do that. You can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash free lesson to get $10 worth of free credit. Now, without any further ado... 
And about two and a half minutes later than it should be, let's dive into today's question from Giuliano. Uh, now, I should say the audio quality is not great, so bear with me and I'll summarize what he says at the end. Hello, uh, it's Giuliano from Brazil. Uh, hello, thank you very much for this wonderful podcast. Uh, the thing that I would like to ask you is that uh, I've been studying this for a long time on my own. And uh, I really like the language, but I'm not so motivated to speak it. And the problem is that sometimes I feel straight because uh, I just listen to the language. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I like the sound. I like everything about the language, but I'm not motivated to speak it. And I, when I come across a foreigner, I try my best to, to, to say what I want to say, but it seems like... I, I kind of, I freeze. So I'd like to, to ask you, what should I do to to overcome this this problem? Anyway, thank you very much for your podcast. It's wonderful. It's motivating. And uh, it's something that I listen to every opportunity that I have because I've been learning a lot from you. Thank you very much. Juliano, muito obrigado pelo recado. Eu vou tentar te ajudar um pouquinho aqui agora. Thanks so much for your message, man. And, um, you know, thank you for the kind words as well. It's it's so cool for me to hear that people uh, enjoy the podcast. So thank you very much for saying that. Um, now, we've had similar questions before. Cecilia in episode 24 talked about uh, motivation when you don't have the opportunity to speak. Juliano's case is a little bit different because he, I guess he has the opportunity to speak, but he's not motivated. So it, Here's the situation as I see it, and in case you guys couldn't hear the message clearly, um, he's saying that he's been learning English for a while, and he speaks really good English, I'd say clearly around a kind of B1, B2 level, And but the problem is he's not motivated to speak, and so when he does get the chance to speak with native speakers, um, which I guess in Brazil happens quite a lot, um, he kind of finds that he freezes up, and it's not as easy and as fluent as he would like. And that stands to reason, doesn't it? Because speaking is like a muscle. If you don't do it, you lose the the flexibility, you, you lose the um, the plasticity, the ability to put together the, these words and to, to get them out in the right order and in a way that sounds good. Like Speaking is a muscle, and whoever you are, unless you actually use the language, it will stop becoming... You won't forget it, but it will stop becoming easy. And, you know, if we are looking for this this uh, elusive fluency, then, you know, you have to train that just like going to the gym. You know, if you're overweight, then it's probably because you're not using your body enough and doing enough exercise. It's exactly the same as speaking. So it's interesting, isn't it, Juliana, because you are like on the one hand, you say you're not motivated to speak. But on the other hand, you say that, you know, you freeze up and that's a problem and you don't like that. Right. Of course, as normal, no one likes freezing up. So I think actually you are motivated. You just haven't found the right situation. Because the fact that you have you have picked up your phone and left me this message on the podcast shows that you want to solve this problem. And that is a sign of motivation. So you are motivated, man. I, I, can, I can hear it. You, you definitely are motivated. But I think you need to find the right context and the right outlet for your English. Now, I don't know about your situation where you are in Brazil. Um, but I, 
I don't know. There could be so many, so many factors could be at play here. You, know, you speak great English. It might be the case that all the people around you, your friends and family, don't speak good English, and so you've got no one to practice with, and it just seems, you know, it seems like not particularly useful for you. But you know, when I first moved abroad, it was、uh, to Paris, and when I was nineteen, and I learnt French when I was there, and I I spoke French really well at the time. But since I left. Paris, which is over fifteen years ago now, you know, I've never really had any French friends, and so I haven't been at all motivated to speak the language. And for most of the last fifteen years or so, I just I literally haven't spoken French. Now, interestingly, in the last few months, and I mentioned this in a in a previous episode,、um, a couple of things have happened where I've had the opportunity to speak French, and I've really enjoyed it. One was in Berlin when、uh, me and my friend Yan.、Um, We were sitting down in the bar, and we met this French guy who didn't speak any English, and so we just chatted to him in French for a couple of hours. And then last week, I was in Brussels, in Belgium, and I had the chance to speak French for three days, and I really, really enjoyed it. And so now I feel motivated, and I want to speak more. And but if those events hadn't happened, I probably would still be thinking right now, ah,、oh, French, I'm not not really motivated. So your your motivations can change very quickly in the right circumstances. So I want you to think about that and. And and think about what you could be doing to create conditions for you to to be more motivated by English. Now there are a lot of different things,、um, but you've got to find a way, Juliano, of making English part of your life somehow. Because、um, you know, like right now, I'm learning Cantonese, as you know, and I、um, <clears throat> Cantonese is not part of my life, and. I'm just kind of studying on my own passively, and it and it gets gets dull sometimes, you know. So I'm creating these opportunities to use the language, and that ends up giving me motivation to speak more. So you know, every every couple of weeks, my friend Robin runs a, a Chinese and Cantonese meetup, actually quite near my house, which is convenient. And so I go along there when I can, and I chat to people there in Cantonese, and it's like meeting real people. And yes, I you know my Cantonese isn't great, and I freeze up sometimes, and sometimes communication's hard. But like it's part of the process, right? I don't mind so much about that because I'm using it with real people, and that for me is motivating. At the end of the year, I'm going to Hong Kong for two months. I booked a trip. I'm just going to go there for two months, and <clears throat> I'm going to just speak as much Cantonese as possible.、Uh, last week, I actually started to create my own Cantonese study materials because I wanted to. Have some other things to use, so I'm actively looking for ways to use Cantonese. And so, for you with English, I think you've got a lot of opportunities. And I would say, like for you, take it offline. Like you know, I can tell you're doing a lot of listening, maybe a lot of studying. You're probably spending time online as well. Take it offline and start to interact with real people. So you know, you said that you meet foreigners sometimes and you freeze up. Well, the first thing that I would be doing is looking for more situations to meet foreigners and practice. That's what I'd be doing,、um, because that way you actually get to practice and you can overcome that that feeling of、um, of feeling hesitant and, and the kind of freezing up. So look for meetups in your local area. Look for language meetups; they can be really, really helpful. Go to meetup.com or look on Facebook for for language meetups or English meetups in your local area. If you can't find one or if they're not good enough, then start one. Like. Create your own meetup where every every week you have、um, a meetup, and you you know you could you could 
you could uh, say, okay, you have to be at a certain level of English to come. Only English is allowed. That kind of thing. So even if you get a lot of local Brazilians coming, you know, you can say, right, let's, you know, you have to be at this level. This is what we do. Um, and you know, you could position that perhaps as a way for local foreigners to meet Brazilians as well. So you can have like um, maybe some time in Portuguese and some time in English. Create something yourself that will attract foreigners to come and um, and create that opportunity to speak English. You can look, one really great tip is to look on expat magazines and websites. So I, I don't know in Brazil, but I, I'm sure there are tons of them. Think, okay, if I'm an American or an English person in Brazil, what websites am I looking at? Which English language Brazilian websites am I looking at? Go there, look for where people are going. All right, so there will be loads of events, and sometimes what sometimes what I do when I'm traveling or even in London is I will actually go to a Japanese website, and I'll let's say I want to go to a, a go to eat something in London. I might go to a Japanese website and search in Japanese for you know best places to eat in London, and then I go, then that tells me that I'm going to be going to places where there will probably be Japanese people, so I might get the chance to practice that kind of thing. So look on expat websites to see what kind of things are happening, and go to those events. Right? It doesn't have to be language related. You could go to like I don't know golf, go and play golf, or go to like samba de cafeira classes for 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 gringos. You know, whatever whatever it may be. Find out where foreigners are hanging out and go and do those things. Think about the things that you're interested in and how can you combine. How can you, like the ideal situation is you go and do something that you're interested in using English. Like, so when I was in Japan, for example, I took some salsa classes, um, which I was interested in anyway, but in Japanese. So I got to do something I liked using Japanese and I made friends there in the process and that's motivating. Uh, the other thing you could do is you could sign up for an online course perhaps or a course that's taught in English in Brazil. That's the kind of thing where, like, you're going to get a lot of opportunity to use English. So what I'm trying to do is to get you to think, right, how can I motivate myself, not necessarily by, like, through the language as a medium. So thinking about your interests and other things and involving other people in the process because that's what's going to motivate you to speak more. I can tell you're motivated, Juliano. You just need to find the right situation. All right, so I hope that's helpful. Lots to think about. It's it's down to you and your own kind of willingness and energy to to create these these scenarios. And I think some of the my friends who are very successful language learners they go out of their way to really create these conditions for themselves, create the conditions for success. All right, so thanks so much for your questions, Juliana. If you would like to ask me a question, go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask. And you can record me a voicemail there. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And I really want to get you thinking about motivation and inspiration today. And there was a, a blog post I wrote some time ago, which is all about my story of how I first found my motivation and passion for learning languages. Uh, I tell you a story about, well, I tell you a bunch of stories, kind of personal stories, actually, about um, how I first started out and including a breakup with my girlfriend at the time. So what I'd like you to do is to go read this blog post and then at the end of it, leave me a comment and tell me what it is that motivates you. What's your passion? What's your core motivation? Now to find this, uh, this article and everything else I've mentioned in today's episode, I want you to go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 121. And then you're going to find a link to the article. And I want you to go and read it. 
and leave me that comment, okay? Because if you can get, just remind yourself about your motivation and your passion for learning, that is going to push you forward and help you get over these 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 tricky situations like freezing up when you're speaking, which is very common, but something we have to deal with. All right, lots to think about. Hope that was helpful, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.